Welcome everybody to the H3 Podcast Live. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey and Squarespace. And viewers like you who subscribe <laughs> on Twitch Prime. You could connect it. It's so easy. It's free money. Um, I mean, I, we go over this every week. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Today's guest is the Canadian uh, record producer, DJ, musician, composer, streamer, car racer, gamer, renaissance man. Anything else? I think that's it. <laughs> is that everything? Got it, yeah. Renaissance man kind of catches everything. Renaissance man, I like <laughs> that. Yeah. A true renaissance man, if I'm being honest. New album is coming out. Where's the drop tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's really exciting. Um, thank you. I mean, tomorrow's the 30th. It comes out on the 30th, oh, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's really exciting. Thank you for being here. Now, before we get too deep into our conversation, I know that you're a smoker. Did I not say? <laughs> did I not say I dead said, mouse? I don't yeah, think. Yeah. You did? I don't think you like, did, but... Hey, dead mouse. Like, <laughs> dead mouse. You threw, <laughs> Yeah. Dead, was that a thing that people only said, like, at the beginning? Nobody really says dead mouse five. No, they do. They still do. They do? I don't care. I think it's funny. It's just funny. I, 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 and then when I started learning that nobody could really get it right, I started saying it differently at different, like, events or <laughs> interviews and stuff <laughs> like that. Not. I'd say Dead Mouse 5 or <laughs> Dead Mouse 5. I would, I'd say, hi, this is Dead Mouse 5. And, you know, and, then, and then everyone would, like, oh, take that to the bank, you know. Oh, but there man. was, like, 20 all Pure chaos. Yeah, it was kind of Why did you choose the 5 instead of an S? We're kindred spirits in that regard. Um, we have H3. IRC on FNet. Remember that? I, yeah. IRC. Yeah, yeah. Little chat. Yeah, and then Fnet. You know, he had Fnet, Dalnet, or, or whatever. You know, the different IRC networks or stuff. So I was on Fnet, mm-hmm. and I used to be in um, <clears throat> uh, hashtag uh, Action Script, which was like Flash coding mm. um, for Flash, like back in the day and its early stuff. So I used to hang out there with like guys like Greg Keynes, and who later turned out to be like you know the god of uh, ASP or. Um, AFP flash supporting mm. and stuff like big coder nerds, and um, so uh, I I I don't I don't remember the context, but I I changed my name to Dead Mouse M O U S E, but like you could only have seven characters on Fnet, mm. so I had to trim the last one and just put a five. That's funny, just to save space, kind of thing. So I wouldn't be thinking at the time that you know when I start my musical endeavors, I'd be yeah. doing that. Do you think that it's it's almost great in a way though? Because it's more intriguing, it's more interesting, right? right. Well, yeah. And I mean, Jay Z was taken. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be called Jay Z, right? Yeah, Jay Z. Like in our case, we were we wanted to be he he, which is our initials. And he he sounds really stupid. I'm glad. <laughs> right. But we were, we were trying to make a YouTube channel. And, oh, uh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's yeah. like our initials. Because my name's Ethan Edward, and Elas is Hila. Oh, there was like H cubed podcast. That would be cool. I wish it was cubed. H cubed. Well, it is. It is cubed. We're cubed. <laughs> but anyway, so we did the threes, and that's much cooler than he he. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> Necessities of mother invention. As I was saying, you're a smoker, and and that's you know I'm not here to try to like change you or anything. <laughs> I just think that there's there are people say more organic, maybe healthier ways to to smoke. I don't know. I'll let you decide. But we have we have a vape here. I thought maybe you could try it, and maybe it's a good alternative. Maybe you want to try vaping. It's like one of those little pens. Yeah, it's a little pen. It's just a little pen. <laughs> All right. Dan, can you bring in the little pen? Let's see if, if Joel, <laughs> if we can convert him into a vapor. Okay, here we go. Out. So this is our little vape <laughs> pen. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, shit! <laughs> He's Brother, no! Oh, that's okay. So, oh my god, you need a. <laughs> I gotta move my food. So, yeah, you know. It's a little pen. Poor this is our entry level 
vape. Yeah, it's a starter. This, if you like it, we can get you set up with something more serious. <laughs> <laughs> but so. this is if you want to go grin. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, show them how to use it, Dan. Yeah. So basically, you just uh, the activation is right here, mm -hmm. and you know you just let it rip. Let it rip, baby. How much is this gonna? You may die. There's this. Am I slight... gonna die of, like glycol poison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a slight chance of death, but like, it'll be great. So here, you yeah, push that Literally, and then suck. Just, yeah, just push yeah. And suck. Push and suck, my <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. Push and suck. Push and suck. Oh yeah. That's a fat rip. Whoa! <laughs> Doesn't that feel great? That's a fat rip. I was I, I was holding back because I didn't know what you put in there. Uh, it's it's just vape. There's no there's no there's no. He's going in for another rip. No, is this a world record rip? Oh, oh shit! You're a vapor, man. That was that was special. That was powerful. How did you enjoy that? That was interesting. It's, <laughs> fun. it's fun ripping it's fat very, clouds, very, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you know? Do you know there's a competitive vaping? Yes, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I, you really, oh, I, I mean, I know I, it's about entertaining. It. Yeah, it's yeah. entertaining. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, there's cool. different. Um, there's different competitions, right? Like one is how far you can blow the cloud. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, they have tricks. They have tricks. Volume. Uh -huh. I think you're. That was impressive, <laughs> man. That was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, enough enough with the gags. Oh. Um, what flavor is that? I think it's unicorn jizz. <laughs> That's the one that Dan says. So tell me about your new album. It sounds really interesting and very different than um, stuff you've worked on in the yeah, past. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I haven't been passing it off as, hey, this is my album and this is the direction I'm heading in and um, fuck all of everything you want because uh, I'm just going to do shit like this from now on. It's just more of a side project, really. Mm. Um, and just so happened that there was like a large enough volume of it to constitute an album, right? So mm. all the better. Um, which buys me some time to actually work, you know, on another album coming out in the spring, which is going to be more akin to, you know, what people usually hear from me. It's like, mm. I love dance music. Mm. Um, so, but this one's cool because uh, it's actually a collection of, like, piano concertos that I've written, um, you know, over the years um, and really never had an outlet for them. Like, in terms of, like, you know, well, we can't just, like, you know, take your weird just piano-only songs and put them on a CD and sell them. Who do you think you are? Like, right. Gary Glitter or whatever, you know. <laughs> right. Fucking. Anyway. But it's so, orchestrated, right? It, it's is orchestrated it in the sense that, like, um, we, uh, I submitted that music to a friend of mine, Gregory Reverett, who is a composer. Like, mm. he composes for film mm. and massive orchestras and stuff like that. So right. I was like, hey, can we take this and then throw 80 player string sections on it and you have to, like, adapt it in such a way that it'll work musically and all that stuff? And he's like, yeah, easy. You know, it's already, you've given me more information than I need to do that So with your melodic structure because, I mean, it's like trying to take any modern EDM track. It's like the dong, dong, dong with one note over and over again. Okay, let's make an orchestral version of this. Mm -hmm. Okay, cue the timpani guy, like, mm -hmm. you know, 4-4 four, four, and then maybe the contrabass playing the same note over and over again. But I think my music was written, like, more melodic central first. Mm. So... You know, giving that material over to uh, Greg was like easy peasy to transcribe it into. So you like wrote it. You wrote the melody on piano, and then you handed it off. Yeah, to your, for to your friends. Yeah, and some were existing tracks as well, like strobe and stuff like that. That's and, so cool. Yeah, it was neat. That's a really cool project. Very cool. So the whole 
album is basically orchestral. It's all orchestrated. It's a symphony. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like exciting. a whole symphony, which is crazy because, you know, I'm reading up on, you know, Amadeus Mozart and all these right. guys and all these go, oh, he's written his first symphony when he's like, you know, 16 and 12 and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, not that, you know, I, I like to compare myself to that, but I mean, that would be something cool to achieve in a lifetime, you know, get a body of work out that's like, you know, in a traditional sense, an orchestra. Or Are you symphony. there when they, um, when, when they're all together? Yeah, I'm it? performing. I'm playing the, I'm, oh, this is my Ralph uh, comment. So Joel goes in <laughs> with people who have spent tens of thousands of hours playing and being, you know, violinists. And right. and then I walk in with my Moog. I'm playing the Moog. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so yes, I, I managed to sneak my myself into the orchestral mix during the performance. What was it like though, being there with all those people playing your music? Um, was it cool? Insane, insane. Um, audio like in terms of like the the way you hear it because um you would be surprised how far off we are you know from the future of being able to hear something as mm. it's happening versus how it's recorded into a DAC and then output because think of it like this even the most pristine recording the 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 Dave Brubeck recording of take 5 like you know some of the most legendary recordings um playback on two speakers, which are two monophonic sound sources, meaning that there's only like one speaker with one access, uh, one axis that can move to produce a sound, right? Mm-hmm. And then stereo, it's just two of them doing that, right? <laughs> right. But when you think about it, you're not going to match the fidelity of, say, imagine, you know, 60 string players are 60 speakers, you know, like mm-hmm. that don't have phase problems or correlation problems or all these mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of weird quasi-scientific terms that you could throw at like acoustic properties coming from speakers. So sitting on the floor of an orchestra playing, you know, your music sounds insanely different than, you know, even with the best mics right. and the best recorders recording it and then playing it back mm-hmm. through the speakers. It's mm-hmm. like a universal so part. Is there a way for consumers ever to get an experience like that without nope. just going to the orchestra? Mm-hmm. No, you absolutely have to be sitting there and being in the same room as that. What are you chewing on? My <laughs> shredders. He's just shredding away down there. Um, He's got a chew toy. So are you going to tour with, with the orchestra? I would love to. Um, I think it would be cool, like, side project to do along. You know, like I said, I'd hate for the conception to go around that. Like, Joel says, fuck dance music. And now he's uh, Hans Zimmerman, you know, or, you know, he's just going to do <laughs> right, film, right. film score. Clearly, you're not saying that. No. <laughs> for the record, yeah. Um, but I mean. Um, but it's cool. First of all. It would be awesome to do. But the the uh, to counter note that, the f- fiscal side of that is insane. Um, Bad. And a ba- touring no, touring with, with a band with, with five guys band, yeah. is expensive. <laughs> right. That's five flights, five, five meals, yeah. five hotel rooms. Every day. Five of yeah. each. Um, times up by a factor of 80. That's on the wow. guys yeah. get money. They don't. Well, but, well, they do. Uh, okay, consider uh, like a session player like or someone who performs in an orchestra, whether it's this orchestra or that orchestra. They kind of stay where they're at, and they're like right. robots. That's why they have like mm. the orchestra of this city. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Because because these people are so fucking talented. You could literally put the music in front of them. They've never heard it before, and this is how it went down at the recording session. I was thinking, so you know, I'm asking the the composer and the conductor. I'm like, so how long have they been practicing this? And they're like, <laughs> first try. Pardon? You know what are you, what are you talking about? Practice? Yeah. I was like, so you're just gonna nail it in one take? And they're like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, That's well, I have faith. And they put the sheet music in front of them and they read, they're like human computers. They just read the sheet music and play right. it exactly as it's notated. You know, Incredible. if it's notated wrong, then it's wrong. Right. But they right. didn't play that shit wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's really insane. Because I thought um, during the session recordings that we did at East West, which was like, you know, one of the world's best studios for this kind of thing, um, I thought, well, this is going to be interesting because I've had keyboardists and, you know, session players come into my studio or other studios and then we're like, okay, bar one, blah, 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 oh, fuck. Okay, <laughs> we'll cut, we'll punch you in from bar 35 and mm-hmm. okay, blah, 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 oh, shit. Okay, okay, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like thinking, okay, well, if we scale that up to times, you know, 60 players. Never get done. It'll never get done. Yeah. So how does this shit get done? And then, of course, they're firsthand. Just, they're perfect. They're like, okay, so we finally get everyone in the room. Fucking conductor's tapping. Everyone shut the fuck up. Phone's off. Okay, here we go. Okay. Played the whole song flawlessly. And then I was like, that's it. And <laughs> We're he goes, done. Oh. Wrap it up. And they're like, does that sound good? And I was like. Well, that was like perfect and they were like yeah well it's what was written on the thing right thanks Gregory who did that work um, I wonder and then, you, um, I wonder if you could ever do something where you like travel to like municipal orchestras and play with them so you're the only person uh, that moves not the first idea that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be yeah. so fun that'd be cool yeah, because it's like I said, it's not it's not a matter of having to move these musicians these guys around know what they're, they they're all know what they're doing in their yeah. respective you know locations yeah. and stuff like that like that yeah. whole world is so interesting, wow. man. It's really crazy. Um, and, and it's funny because uh, my composer friend is of that world and knows all this. He's done, you know, Deadpool, The Avengers, and all this stuff, like all these big scores and stuff like that. And uh, he's like, you know, there's just as much bullshit in this as I know that you have in dance music. Just with, like, bow ties and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, like... Well, not really. It's it's a little more laid back than that. It's not like the white wigs and the right. <laughs> those right. guys sitting around anymore. Right. But besides, this is like you know, there's just as much constraint and stylistic approach that is kind of the norm or mainstream <laughs> orchestral music, which is like right. hard to fathom if you're not a fan or someone who's been following you know the latest and greatest symphonies. Because that's the thing is everyone can name you know, popular albums of the last five years, right? Let's say, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Kanye's Life of Pablo, this and that, da, 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 you know, and all, and all these other records. Name name the last symphony ever written. Yeah. No, I know. There's hundreds and thousands, yeah. you know, clue. but just name one. You know, it's, right. it's a world totally new territory for me, so it's really cool to be able to explore that. Um, you, were, you were quoted somewhat recently of saying that EDM is dead, or at least wow. that it's dying. Yeah. Um, but that that was back in 2014. So I'm wondering so what do you was think? Long dead. Yeah. So I was wondering <laughs> what do you think about the current state of Egypt eh, now? Well, that's the thing. The current state is the state it's been in the last five years. See, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm kind of like not not taken out of context because I I clearly I mean what I say, even if it's like some weird bullshit comment or something like towards. Because honestly, the biggest question I always get on Twitter is, "What do you think about dot dot dot?" Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? You know? Okay, fine. And then I just say what I'm thinking at that moment. But right. um, here's the thing is uh, when I started making uh, electronic music, uh, it was literally I started making electronic music as a joke. Mm. You know, it's just kind of a funny thing because it was like kind of on this weird lull um, that it was all starting to kind of sound the same. And what, what I had done is, is I implemented... <laughs> Like, at least from my end, you know, I'm not saying I'm the only innovator in, you know, modern day man's, dance music. There's lots. Um, but from my end of it is I, ha- I, I came from this kind of like 
industrial kind of mindset in terms of music, you know what I mean? So it's like I was my melodies were a little more melancholic, like Radiohead a la Nine Inch Nails kind of thing. And I thought that, you know, house music, which was actually house music back in the day and that kind of early stage of techno and trance, early trance, like side trance, like we're talking like art of trance mm -hmm. and uh you know, all platypus records kind of trance. All that stuff was like really euphoric sounding in mm -hmm. terms of like, you know, major key changes like in scale and stuff like that. And it was just, everything was really positive about it. And I go, how come no one's done the, the kind of the bummer, the, right. the diminished kind of feel, you know, to dance music just and create like more of an emotional bummer lull, right. lull, not lull, you know, L-U-L-L in that kind of uh, music. And I, I started to do that. And then one good way to achieve that was just you have really lush sounds that were like, you know, kind of lower monotonous on like eighth note repeats kind of things. And then that was this track I did called Faxing Berlin kind of thing, which was not like this uplifting Kind of de -de 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 Mortal Kombat, yeah, you know, and they, right. That's what that's where it was heading in right. in my eyes, and then that caught on, you know, and then the, then everyone else started kind of doing it and all that stuff, and then we propelled it to this place, and then it just evolved as music does, you know, it never comes full circle, so it's not going to go back to. Mm. So what you what you mean is just it's evolving. Yeah, it's moved beyond where it was. Yeah, yeah, it's just moved beyond. I, I mean, it's dead. I mean, just yeah. that piece of it is. That you know, history, it's done to death. That, that you clip. know. So where what do you think about where it is now? I mean, what's going on now? Uh, and music as a whole too. I, honestly, I I don't give a fuck. Um, I haven't really thought about it much. Like, cause I'm not. If I were smart and I wanted to make a lot of money, I would absolutely think about where it's headed and what it's doing and what the trends are because that's where you go in and you exploit those trends. And there's plenty of acts doing that right now, you know what I mean, where they're going to say, ooh, this is, this is the new sound, this new trap. Yeah, well, I'm like speaking from two years ago, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's kind of, what is trap? How to do it is this like hip-hop without fucking, you know, rap always over it. And people analyze these things like you would running a business, analyze trends and pandered to those kind of trends. I've never really given a fuck mm -hmm. about it. So like I don't I don't see that and those respective kind of things going anywhere because it's not like of my main focus. I guess I mean they probably think about just staying relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that means. Uh, exactly. Exactly. The one of my most loathed Twitter comments is are you even relevant? Right. Relevant to what? <laughs> yeah. Finish the sentence. You know what I mean? Like just relevant in general. Relevancy is like the weirdest word I've ever heard, right. you know, when it's used it in that context of no context. You right. know what I mean? Am I relevant? Yeah. My cat relies on me <laughs> to feed. You are very relevant. I am super relevant. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm the most relevant yeah. fucking thing in that thing's universe. We see right. that a lot in YouTube, too. Same kind of comments. So you're about so irrelevant. Things like that. Finish yeah. your thought. Finish your thought. Explain <laughs> your thought. Like I said, I, I really have no qualms with people making, you know, like haphazard guesses as to my state of mind. But please have something to back it up. Mm. I've never I've, – I've, I make a point. Like I try my best that when I say something, uh, even if it's, you know, benign or really, you know, kind of attacking someone or something like that, I've got like empirical evidence right. that founded that statement. Right. You know what I mean? I don't just – I, I wouldn't say I hate you because you look like a guy I hate named Drew. <laughs> Thank you. But 
right. I could tell you a hundred stories about why I hate Drew, and then that would explain to you why I don't even like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's great, man. But I do you like you. You're Who's actually like, yeah, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I thought I was gonna walk into like a drag fest. No. I don't know why you expected that. You were expecting all kinds of crazy shit hearing you talk about it. Yeah, we'll man. Here, like I'm paranoid of, as fuck. We're a couple of dudes that just sit here, have all some right, in and okay, out. Well, no, I'm good. I got a couple of French. I think lure me in with the in and out and the corona. Is it a YouTuber thing? Is it a YouTuber? I mean, we have a we have a route. We have a a reputation, I guess, of some sorts. But the podcast is like a different thing. Well, yeah, a YouTuber thing. What's a YouTuber thing? Like, I know just what a YouTuber dramatic. is. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't get that whole culture at all. I don't understand it. You like, watch I, YouTubers? Well, the ones with content. The ones with interesting shit. People that put forth an effort into their production and they, right. you know, they clean it up and they do some really cool stuff. Like, like, say, uh, would would Linus be a YouTuber? Lioness Tech? Yeah. 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 Is that sure. is that yeah, the definition of YouTube? Absolutely. Well, it's just yeah. really more, even more broad, just someone who makes content on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. then, yeah, sure. You know, like, his shit is, you know, he puts research into it. He's, yeah, Linus He doesn't just cool. fucking throw a camera up and yeah. start fucking calling people names and <laughs> acting like a 13-year-old girl. Like, that's right. not content. That's just annoying. You know what I mean? It's right. like, fuck, these kids are going to be able to vote in two years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck this. I can't watch that shit. You know, like, but I'll watch, like, you know who I really like? I don't know if he's a YouTuber though electro boom electro i don't know no. he's like an iranian uh electrician like but oh yeah i know that guy. super the educated yeah yeah him i love <laughs> yeah. that yeah, 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 yeah. That is he, he takes a piece of content yeah. makes it very you know educational yeah. i learned stuff from it yeah. and he's he's funny as hell like yeah. he's he's kitty humor you know it's not dark but Shout out to electric. That that guy is a very unique. Yeah, yeah. Very you know, unique, I, I, we need guy. more like Electro content boom. like that, not right. like just some kid fucking talking a mile a minute in a high pitched voice <laughs> yeah. about Minecraft. Yes, the mic. Well, the mic. Yes, that's that is YouTube in a nutshell. <laughs> that, that's why I don't explore it too much because uh, when I start to do it, I find more of that than I do of people who oh God. put together yeah. good content. It's hard Dan to just find reminded me of a video content. I want to show you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> You're, I just want to show you this clip and get what your snap it? judgment on How it. How do I see it? I'm going to pull it up well, in a well, sec. Go. <laughs> he told me, show him Omar Bradbury intro to <laughs> YouTube video. What this is shit it? is going to blow your fucking mind. Play on. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, I can't! <laughs> hey, watch this. I was having an amazing day. But anyways, guys, today I'm actually going Going to the Gucci store and, uh, I'm not Wait, this isn't the one. No, you gotta yeah, open this. It doesn't, is, uh, is it just, anything just, like uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's like it's something you've never seen. <laughs> you've never seen. That's his intro, by the way. <laughs> this is his trailer. This is what he, yeah. this is how he greets all of his new viewers. <laughs> what, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not sync, but you get there, Dad. <laughs> What's going on? It's like on slow mo. Oh, is he why is on drugs? That? I, yeah, I don't know, man. He's a young guy. No, so I, I think it's all angry. natural. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's no, a young no. kid. I mean, you know, something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, something for everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. If I was like six years old, I'd love it. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. It's great. It's hilarious. It's sugar. Right. right. I like sugar. I need more sugar. -y. That's true. It is sugar. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a fucking adult. I'm like I'm a grown ass. Well, I like. Well, yeah, I should be, but you, you know what I mean. Comments, you, so. Yeah, I have acquired taste. Um, I want to ask you about <laughs> basically uh, your experience coming up in music was unique, and and it doesn't happen that often where you come up yourself doing your own work, you know, really like f picking yourself up from the trenches in a way and building your own thing. 
Is that yeah. accurate to what you did? Um, you think? Well, yeah, uh, in a in a in a sense, you know. But honestly, I think that the way the universe is so fucking chaotic and random that uh, a lot of that had a factor to play with it. You got lucky, you mean? In, it, a, in a way. Well, in a it, that had a that had a piece. You know what I mean? Maybe more so than you know any talent that I may or may not possess. You know what I mean? Because I I know for a fact that there are. Millions of other artists out there more talented than me that I can't say like, well, deserve it more or whatever, you know, need the limelight and all that stuff. Everyone's kind of successful in their own ways and it's not always equative to, um, you know, fiscal gain, you know, or attention in the media or, you know, you're super popular and stuff like that. All that shit like facilitates itself and it becomes this forced feedback thing Mm -hmm. because if no one knew who I was, I wouldn't be making money. If I wasn't making money, I wouldn't be able to reinvest into what I like to do. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like... This weird luck thing, you know, it just, I got lucky in the sense that, you know, I worked and increased my chances of that luck happening. You make your luck, you know what I mean? So not to say that you're lucky, so therefore you should just sit on fucking ass with your two SoundCloud links and wait. Mm -hmm. No, you got to keep going because as you keep going, the... That 1% turns into 1.6, you know, and it's that 0.6 that could just, you know, throw you over. So what had happened was I'd been making music for, you know, eight years, um, you know, at the time. And, you know, I come up with this idea and as luck would have it, I met a guy who knew a guy through real life connection that played a record. And then he (laughs) played it for his friend Pete Tong. Tong played it. And then everyone's like, oh, who's this new guy from (laughs) Canada? I'd like to hear more from him. Okay, well, okay, I'll work. And then... I get a record uh, deal through these guys and and do more networking, and then that propels it. And then all of a sudden, that little tiny 1% margin turns into like a fucking 60%, you know? So then it's just literally throw spaghetti at the fucking wall and work with the ideas that, you know, attune to you, you know? But, yeah, I think it's about making your own luck. I don't think it's about, oh, you work hard, you'll get there. You know, like if you can't get past that little threshold... Right, you you won't get anywhere. But if you that's interesting. Yeah, I I was going to ask, what's your advice for people who are trying to do what you did? But that's exactly it, right? It's about making your well, yeah, that just working, working, working. But then you know there there is a networking aspect to it, (laughs) Hmm. and that has changed dramatically in the last nine years. Hmm. uh, In terms of like say SoundCloud and stuff like that. Before, Hmm. like when I started making electronic music, computers were just barely capable of doing it. You know what I mean? And Mm. so we're talking like trackers, DOS-based programs and stuff like that were the only kind of computer music-making tools. So Mm. I was fortunate enough to be able to, you know, grow up with that technology. And then VST came out, and I was like at the forefront of that. So now if anything Mm. VST comes out now, I know its entire history and how to get it working the way I want it to or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know. So you're saying back now, it's almost like, is it an advantage or a disadvantage that people trying to come up now have this incredible social network? Yeah, well, the, the social networks are are cool, you know, I guess after a point, but they only work, they only do you so many favors. Your, your best bet is go make real world connections because still like all these major labels or even, you know, somewhat labels are like these old people that just don't give a they shit to listen to your mm-hmm. SoundCloud. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you want to send a, a demo to, to Mousetrap. Like, I mean, and I've probably told this story to death, but like literally Sonny Moore, the Skrillex, uh, 
was maybe about five years off the back of his band thing who he's because he's put his time in with this band from first to last and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He did a lot of, you know, groundwork, met a lot of people and all that stuff. And um, Tommy Lee at the time was doing a thing called the public record, which I thought was the stupidest fucking idea in the world, but he did it anyway. It was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to make this uh, record and it's all going to, we're going to give out stems to everybody and everyone's going to contribute and we're going to pick stems. Well, funnily enough, Sonny Moore at the time was like one of the top contributors because mm-hmm. he got involved. He got active with the community, you know, and he would send in this shit and his like weird demos of how, what we should add to this track kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we'd listen to it and then all of a sudden he became like a mainstay name down in Tommy's studio and we'd just fucking that. roll down there and say, this, oh, yep, that's that fucking Skrillex kid, you know, and all that <laughs> stuff. And then uh, as it turned out, you know, he's like, hey, we're playing in LA. Why don't you come fucking hang out? And he's like, yeah, all right. You know, so he came and literally in the dressing room of the Nokia fucking theater, Sonny gave me a key, a USB key with the entire his first album on it, right? And then I went home and listened to it. And this was before dubstep was, well, dubstep as we know it in North America with the wah, wah, transformer right, right. bullshit was that. And I had heard that for the first time. And I was like, well, <laughs> this is different. Mm. Like, this is exciting. This is fucking crazy. Like, mm. let's put it out. And, we, and then we put out his first album. And lo and behold, he, he, fucking blew up bigger than me you know which right. was fucking awesome you know i facilitated that career and i felt great about it and there's right. no you're just jealous that he's working with bieber no fuck it you know all the power to you you know better you than me you know right. trust me I'd, I'd be in jail and you're on billboard that's good you know yeah. <laughs> assault that's crazy yeah uh, you know what i mean so but he made yeah. real <laughs> life connections do you want to assault bieber is there a part of you that wants to punch bieber Okay, let me phrase this. Why do you, why would you want to, why would in a world you want to punch Bieber? Oh, you know, well, maybe not punch. Give him a shot. Like, just flip him off. Flip him off. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? There That's was, I, I do have a Bieber story. Yeah, let's, I will share. Oh, I love it. Um, I am, uh, um, I used to be a regular at this uh, club in Toronto called the Cabana. Mm-hmm. It's just like an outdoor day club trying to be Vegas in Toronto kind of thing. It's cool. You know, it's laid back. Sushi's pretty good. So me and uh, my girlfriend would go there and we just get in the cabana and order right. fucking food and eat and yell at my friend DJs and shit like that. That would go and play there. Sometimes I would play there and stuff <laughs> like that. So anyway, one one fine day, an 18-year-old beaver fucking appears. Okay, mm. the fucking place is out of control. It's like, it's like fucking Trump trying to land a 747 at fucking Chicago O'Hare right. at the <laughs> fucking rush hour of planes, you know, where basically you have to clear everything out, make sure he's got, you know, a line of sight to his, you know, it was like to his cabana and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I really didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, fuck, why am I here? Because we got to go. They're going to have cameras and someone's going to do a thing. He was and killing they, your butt. He was, he well, was ruining the fun. Yeah. It, it, and basically, I and what I did is I tweeted as I do. I go, oh, uh, Bieber just showed up. Party's over, right? Like, right. income the fucking paparazzi yeah. and the weirdos. Yeah. So we were just sitting there and he fucking like just, you know, takes off his shirt and all this shit. He's like 18. Dude, you're not even legally allowed to be there for starters, you know, but who's going to say shit, right? So I was just like, whatever, you know. Um, just maybe this will be okay if I don't attract any attention. He fucking looks over at me. He's like, uh, and then everyone's like going and then whispering at him, you know, like, hey, that's Deb Mouse. That's Deb Mouse. And I was like, oh, fuck, you know, because I'm I'm rewinding in my head thinking like, 
maybe he's read one of these like earlier tweets, so these like kind of <laughs> joke things or something like that. And uh, what had you said about him? And then uh, he's like, "Fucking, he, I don't know." He was like, "You know, so we'll tell him to come here." You know, I'm like, "No, you know, like I'm not gonna walk over to your booth and go over there, right?" And then I, and <laughs> that's so a, that's I leaned a... over, and someone took a picture of me leaning over <laughs> to tell him, and not say like, "Hey, I'm your biggest fan." I actually said. Hey, welcome to Canada. First time. I actually said that over his like fucking security guard. Someone took a picture of right at that moment. <laughs> but just the way that that you'll find it, you're gonna people are googling it right now. If you find the picture, it, up, it looks pull like, it up back there. What? Oh, they're gonna pull up the picture. We can. Oh, are they gonna find it? <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's just the way that they caught me in the photo. Looks like I'm like reaching like you're for fanboying. it, like I'm fanboying or something. But I actually remember saying, "Welcome to Canada. First time." You know what I mean? Like, let me see this photo here. It We've was got so it. fucked up. We've got it. Did they have it? You're on it? They're, oh, they're you gonna, got it! They've got it. Yeah, they've got it. Well, that wasn't... So, so you have a slight grudge because of the way he tried to summon your ass over there. Like, yeah, hey, girl, like, you, you know, like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm the one guy that won't come over here and suck your dick, you know? Here My bad. Here it is. Is this it? Uh, that's part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mostly it. He looks... His stance is kind of aggressive. Well, he was a little... He was a little upset when I said it. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I just, I just, I just mic dropped and then walked out. Like I left oh, the club man. after that. But they got me like smiling because it was probably because I was laughing at my own Funny. stupid oh, fucking here, here, joke. Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks like he's I don't a little know. guarded, and you did a goof on him. I don't know. It's best friend. It's subjective. So everyone's like, friend. "Oh, you were just so excited to be in his presence." <laughs> I'm like, right. actually, I was on my way out. But so is that the he's whole time? look, dude? Okay, okay. I will admit. I didn't look that good at 18. Yeah, yeah. He does look good. He, I, he, he definitely took he care, of care of his body. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, I was thinking the other I wouldn't be taking my shirt off. <laughs> no, no. No, people pay me to leave it on when I, I go to Cabana. I had cool tats, though, before he got his. Is this the only time you guys have, have crossed paths? That's it. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, shit. Dean, do we still have the... Oh, I don't know if we have a picture of it, but fucking... Uh, he, he threatened to kill me. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll... In Australia, in Australia, Drew, Drew, that's why I remember, because you look like Drew Ressler. Drew Ressler was an old oh, photographer, a used to take my picture, Rooks. Right. Right. And uh, you really look like Rooks. It's kind of scary. That's why it's I a, almost won't right, hate man. I, so this but, guy uh, was, yeah. So he was my photographer, and in Australia, he was also shooting Bieber, right? Right. So, uh, but this was way before this, even. And then Bieber, uh, he wrote, on uh, his, like, a picture of himself, hi, dead mouse, I will kill you. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> What's this after And gave this? it to Rooks, and then said, give that to dead mouse, right? And then, so Rooks came to me with this fucking photo, says, here, you know, just Bieber want me to give you this. And I was like, okay, and I looked at it, and it was literally <laughs> a picture you. of, like, 15-year-old him on an acoustic guitar saying, I will kill you. And I was like, this is the weirdest Wait, fucking thing. How come I you didn't ever... save that? Why wouldn't you frame that, put that up with your taxidermy? I, we, we, I think we literally just left it in the dressing room. I was just like, spooked. oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, a threat from Justin Bieber. I swear to God. <laughs> That's a special thing. Was that, was that after your first encounter? He was in, no, it was before. So that was, <laughs> was that, before. that's how we broke the ice with you? Apparently. No, no, no. The first time, he, the first time he you, broke ice with me was was me having to listen to him talk to his whole crew in the room next door, paper thin walls at the Grammys, or uh, which which is the thing in the states, the, the Grammys. Grammys. Yeah, yeah. He was at the Grammys. He was in the room next to me, and then we could hear the conversations going on in the room. And we were like, "What the fuck?" What was he saying? 
I, I'd rather not. It's <laughs> oh, enough to say what the fuck. Yeah, enough to say what the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, who's in there? And then okay. like, oh, I think that's Beaver's room. And I was like, oh my god. You know. And then we were right. like, ooh, that's kind of weird. And then, and then uh, maybe a few months later, we ended up in Australia. Basically, we were both touring at the same time. And then that's when we got that letter, and we were like, <laughs> I will kill you. Yeah, dude. I will kill you. Well, I now I know how to greet. I can There's got to be a picture of it. <laughs> now I know how to yeah. greet my friends and loved ones. Yeah. I will kill you. It's kind I've of funny. Never, but I've never really <laughs> spoken a word. We've never had a dialogue. Oh, man. I feel like I got to get you guys in a room and just hash it out. Would you do that? No. Or are you just no, not interested? No, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. <laughs> if you're listening, Justin, get this man another no, picture that says, I will kill you. I don't care. <laughs> I have I've nothing. I, there's, I, from all I've learned about, you know, your prowess and musical talents, I am just not interested. There's nothing I could gain. Hmm. I feel bad for the guy in a way. I mean, I think he's matured a lot. First of all, based well, on what yeah, I've he's been. definitely at, upgraded at, from pissing at, in fucking buckets right. backstage. I mean, yeah, you've been doing and that's you've that, been doing quite well. That's how age <laughs> works too. Apparently, you're supposed to mature as you get older. But I, I didn't know you could do that. I, if I'd be doing that, I'd be pissing in buckets all over the fucking place. I was like, you can get away with that shit. Fuck, thanks, buddy. But I've <laughs> seen the guy is like so like he can't leave his house without being Look, like brutally right. harassed. Okay, that I can side with because, like, yeah. I get mildly harassed. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was a little uh, mildly harassed outside of your place. Were you really? No, not not mildly. He's just like, hey, buddy, he gave me a thumbs. Did he, he gave did, me a thumbs up he, and went. Did, that's nice. <laughs> nah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't threaten I mean, to kill you or anything. No, no, <laughs> but you know, being being fucking you know escorted around everywhere by a bunch of mm-hmm. fucking dudes brings a yeah. little attention. Yeah. yeah, fuck that. All right, I like I like where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I think I'm in my perfect zone. You know, it's like. Okay, a couple weirdos here and there, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like, you can go outside and do yeah, shit without being destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take it to a quick, quick commercial break, guys. We will be right back with Joel Zimmerman. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> what are you doing, Ethan? Mm, I'm eating honey, which, by the way, is the name of our sponsor today. And I would never turn down free honey. But what's one thing I definitely would never turn down even more than that? Free money. Honey. That's what that's what <laughs> honey is all about. Listen to this. If you shop online without the best coupons, you're already paying too much. Fortunately, there's a free browser extension called Honey that automatically finds the best coupons on the web so you always get the best price. Let me preface this by saying this. I installed this browser. You you install it from the Google Play Store or whatever whatever you're using, it, it installs immediately in two seconds, and what it does is it scours the web for every coupon ever created for whatever you're shopping for, and it plugs it in. It searches and it plugs it in. So I'm on New Balance, like a grandpa, looking for some new shoes, because I'm a dweeb. Dad shoes. Yeah, looking for some extra dad shoes. I go in the search bar, I type, Dad, <laughs> get a couple that I like. I go, look at this, I saved 53 bucks. This, I, I would have paid full price. And you just check out. You don't need to do anything. It just tells you. Yeah, when you're checking out, it's just like, hey, there's coupons available. You click apply. It just pops up. And then it's like, not only do you have dad shoes now, but your dad will be proud about you these coupons. You use the dad coupon, too. Dude, what the <laughs> hell? And then and then the other day, we were, we me and Ela just moved, and we were buying some new furniture. I swear to God, I didn't save it because I was so shocked, but I swear we saved a thousand freaking dollars. It may sound like we're making it up, but seriously. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's blowing my mind, this stuff. And it, it's free to use. All you have to do is go install it. 
Boom. In two clicks, Honey to any add it to any fr- browser for free and shop like you normally do. Honey scans and tests millions of coupons in the background. At checkout, they automatically apply the best one. Over seven million people use Honey every day, and together they've saved millions of bucks. Honey's got your back. You'll never pay overpay for anything ever again. So there's no reason. There's really no reason not to add Honey to your browser right now. It's free. It takes seconds to install, and it's going to save you tons of money. Add Honey to your browser for free right now. Go to joinhoney.com slash h3. That's joinhoney.com slash h3. That way, they know who sent them. Just give it a shot. If you don't like it, I don't know why you won't. You can just uninstall it. It's literally the greatest freaking extension ever. Thank you so much, Donnie, for sponsoring us. And next up, we've got Squarespace. If you need a domain, a website, an online store, a blog, a beauty blog, a makeup, uh, uh, my wicked website. Just want to make a cool website to show your art. Yeah. Squarespace has got you covered. Here's what's so great about Squarespace. They've got beautiful templates. Uh, they give you all the tools that you need to make an incredible, beautiful, elegant, or nutty whatever you want to do it yourself. You don't have to be a programmer, right? You don't have to be a NASA scientist. You know, sometimes it feels like that when you're trying to make a website. Here, they've got everything you need to make a beautiful, elegant website for whatever you need, from commercial to personal, yada. Um, so that's about it. They've got an all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install or patch. It's ready to go when you get it. They've got incredible analytics that helps you gain insight into how your, your customers are behaving on your website. And they make it easy to learn by providing webinars, workshops, and 24-7 customer support. They want you to succeed. Because when you succeed, they succeed. And that is a beautiful world that I can get behind. Squarespace makes it simple to set up and transfer your domains. So if you want to create a website for any, any possibility. Say you're like my friend Sean. He makes Jew harps. Musical instrument. Why does it? You don't know. It's called a Jew harp. That's not weird of me to say, but it trips me up every time I say it. He may you maybe you want a website to sell your Jew harps. Maybe you're maybe you whatever you're doing. Okay. Maybe you want to start a clothing line. Yeah, you can do it there. Square space, my dudes. Here's the deal. Destiny is calling. You have no excuse. So go on over to dangsquarespace.com slash h3. You get a free trial and 10% off your free free purchase. purchase. So go head on over to squarespace.com slash h3 and fulfill your destiny to make a badass website. It's more than that, though. Your interests, your dreams, everything is tied up. That's squarespace.com slash h3. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Let's get right back into it. Thank you to our sponsors. Please support them, okay? See you guys. Cut me off, Dan. So you're, how do you like being in LA? You're here to promote the new album. Well, no, I'm here to, to perform the shows. Oh, the, the, uh, oh, you're doing a yeah, show Yeah, yeah, we're doing two shows at the Wiltern. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so we're doing, like, the orchestra at the Wiltern. Ah, wait, yeah. the, for the new album. Yeah. You are putting on with the orchestra. Yeah. That's exciting. You think this is, like, some marketing tactic? 
No, well, I we, thought we you say said we're you, doing weren't, a... you weren't planning on, on performing with the orchestra. Oh, oh, no, 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 because everyone's been asking... Oh, sorry, uh, I misunderstood. Everyone's been asking me, are you going to tour it? Mm-hmm. No, we're doing two performances, yeah. Got it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but like as far as after that, I don't know. Oh, got right. it, got it, got it. Yeah, oh, okay, my bad. That's really cool. Is that like... Um, do they play orchestras at that theater usually? Yeah. Is it like set up acoustically? I think so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's exciting. The Will Turn. It's like that old theater downtown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. It's set up for orchestra for sure. That's awesome. We just had to scale it back by like 20 players because of just the real estate because mm. 80 players is a lot of space. <laughs> That's like Hollywood Bowl space and we're not quite there yet. So So do you like it? You used to live in LA, right? Uh, I did for a year. Yeah. As you told me backstage. Mm-hmm. But you don't like it here. Um. Not not that I don't like it. Like I don't like the people. I don't like the weather. Well, a lot of I don't like don't the like sunshine. It. I don't like the no, no rain. No, no, no. I did be that. A lot of people don't like it. Um, no, I mean like I I didn't like it in the sense that like I I I spent more time with my lawyer and my manager and my agent than I did doing things right. I enjoy <laughs> I'm and in LA. working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, now you live, you have this incredible house, which I mean. I think most people who are fans have seen it because you, you're there all the time. Yeah, you yeah, stream yeah. from home and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house is incredible. You built? Did you build that yourself? Uh, we bought it like kind of, sort of finished, mm. and the guy mm-hmm. kind of ran out of stuff, and then we made him an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you, and then we, so you slid him yeah, a yeah. photograph of you saying, yeah, "I'll we, kill we, you." No, no, we put a fucking <laughs> decapitated horse head in it. Of bed. course, of course, the classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're out in rural, out in like, I, how rural is it? Um. Not so rural that, you know, you have to drive an hour and a half, you know, down country roads. Like, we're a 20-minute drive to the airport mm. uh, and a 40-minute drive to okay, downtown very, Toronto. Yeah, very accessible. So, not bad. But, not... so I'm wondering, because you are you are very public about, like, the house and you're always there. And people, I guess people probably know where it is. Do you have a lot of weirdos showing up there? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, sure. You know, like, but just... Mostly benign, nothing. You know, drive by, yelling. I mean, it's 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 gated in the sense that not like it's you can't just roll. You up can't just come door. into the front door and knock on the fucking right, thing. Right. That's just you know the first thing we had to do. No brainer. But I mean, people are generally pretty respectful. I mean, uh, you know, like I don't mind. You know, people driving by, slowing down, and mm-hmm. maybe even stopping at the side of the road, take a look. That's fine. You know, that's fine. It's um, we've only ever had uh, you know two. In the last like three years, of people that have like you know hopped over the fence and you know that got in my shit. Happens? Well, it's a little freaky, you know, and uh, in the sense that um, uh, for for instance, actually, a video was put up recently of a guy who flew a drone over my house, and really? uh, that, I saw an aerial picture of your house. I hope. That oh, it was probably was. me. Yeah. Okay. That was it was cool. probably me. Um, You're a drone fanatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it all the time, and then I yeah. publicate that. Yeah, Post that so what happened with that? Well, what it what he what he was doing is he was parked on the street, which isn't my property. It's a fucking public road, and he was flying his drone over uh, like um, we have a, a fifty acre farm lot that's like on the other side of our property. Really? Yeah, I got like horses and goats oh, and chickens. Oh, how cool! <laughs> wow, the goat. Yeah, goats. <laughs> the goats. Yeah, the goat with the goat. Um. Anyway, he was he was he was parked on the street and he was flying a drone like you know over the house over the thing and, and basically we were, yeah, we were sitting down in the living room and we were like is there is that a drone and we were like fuck and then we saw the drone and I just kind of followed it line of sight because he's got to land it if he right. wants it back right so <laughs> right. and then uh, he takes it and he's at some truck and I, I I went up to the truck and I'm like what the fuck are you doing dude you know he's like what I'm on a public road <laughs> you know he's just giving me this like fucking he's Super dropping that he's dropping the fucking all these aviation laws on me and I'm like, okay, 
but You're I don't want a flying camera over yeah. my house. You know what I mean? And then and then it turned into a thing. And I'm then surprised it, he wasn't like excited to see you. Well, he was just defensive immediately. Yeah, kind of. And he's like, "Well, you know." First, he started saying, "Well, my I was testing my drone. It broke." On. I'm like, "I don't want to hear it." Just like you know, there's a million yeah. fucking. <laughs> we, we are literally on 300 of. 4,000 acres mm-hmm. of open field where you could fly drones. And and if you weren't such a dick about it and flying it over my house, you know, like, you could have just hit me up somehow if you're especially a member of our community. And, you know, you know I, I love this hobby. Come over. We'll fly drones together. Right. Fucking smash them into each other and have a laugh. All right. And fucking <laughs> drink some beer. But, like, if you're going to, you know, get right up in my face about you flying a drone over my apartment and don't expect me to be upset. Well, I'm not upset because of aviation laws and harassment and weird shit. I'm upset because, like, fuck, I don't know what your intentions are, and it's not my job to sit here and wonder what they are. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know? no, of course. So, like, I, I, and then I'm thinking, like, you know what would be a really great idea if you want to break into, like, you know, a, a nice house out on a real property? Fly a drone around the fucking place, scout it out, That's see right. where their points of entry is. That's you know right. what I mean? How do I know you're not doing that if I don't know you? <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So, like... That's why I'm freaking out. Yeah. He's, now he's not like, oh, I understand. He's like, oh, fuck you. I have the right. And the he's FAA one, he's lets me. Like, I'm like, holy shit. He's like dude. one of these guys that like uh, walks around with like a AR-15. He's like, yeah, because he it's can. My right. Because he can. Yeah, because he can. It's freedom. You heard about these guys? These I don't know. Yeah, the open know. carry. Like, yeah. Or whatever. Uh, you they know do what? it just to be provocative. Fine. Yeah. I, I think if no one gets provoked, they'd stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, exactly. like I said, I'm not about saying, oh, that's stupid. We shouldn't let anyone walk around with an AR. Uh, how about this? Everyone walking around with an AR, we just don't turn don't it into a, uh, don't give them the massive attention. Well, the Unless they're pointing up. it at you. Well, the police show up and they're like, dude, you're walking around a shopping mall. <laughs> that's their response. With, the, with yeah. a dangerous weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you some questions? How fucking dare you even talk? It's like, well, okay. I mean, you know. Yeah, shit happens. It's we live in strange times. Can someone? Pretty crazy with drones, because I remember when we bought one, mm-hmm. we wanted to just try it for the first time, and we tried it in our neighborhood, and I kind of. You got calls. No, I no, just but. saw how creepy you can be because yes. you can just fly it over people's houses. You start and to feel just, creepy fast, and then you're like, so "Let's weird. land this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I always thought like one one like simple kind of like thing maybe an administration could do is maybe just like RFID them. So basically, you buy a drone that's bound to your you know. I think they've talked about doing that. Why not? You know what I mean? Like it's if you're not doing anything weird. stupid, you don't have anything to hide. You know what I mean? But then again, that goes against the Second Amendment, which is like, well, I shouldn't be impeded on. Right. Any of my freedoms, anyway. So, but hey, <laughs> well, you know. it's not like a we're not living in a lawless country, you know, it's a country of laws. <laughs> exactly. So, what do you, as a drone fanatic, do you see some kind of dystopian like threat from these flying drones? Like they're getting smaller and quieter. Uh, there could be one right outside your dark window, and you wouldn't even know it was what there. What am I? If I had a weird thing going on inside my house that I should be worried about, someone capturing on film, you know what I mean? But well, I, I don't want someone to like see my my wiener. <laughs> Well, like, I, I, I would private. love to see what media outlet would <laughs> capture someone's They're illegal footage and then put it out. They're and, out there. And not get sued for six That's true. million That's true. at least. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, if you are out there with a drone, please show my wiener. <laughs> but how, they didn't yeah. need no drone to see fucking Hogan's dick and fucking <laughs> what's true. his name, you know? That did not work out well for the... Man, how great was that? He's talking about Gawker, who published nudes. Yeah. Illegal nudes. It's so insane. <laughs> who would do that? You're right. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, like, that's crazy what they would pick up, you know, but, but then you would think that, you know, there's some sanity in that market where it's like someone comes up to you, it's like, like I said, if I f- flew a drone over fucking, I don't know, um... 
Charlize Theron's house and then caught her naked in the fucking thing, right? Now, oh, now I've got this on my memory card on my drone. Woohoo, I got away with it. That is worthless, dude, because yeah. I cannot go to anyone and do that. You're just fucked yeah. either way. But someone will pick it up, you know? <laughs> yeah, somebody will. Great. Um, Whatever. What other tech are you are you interested in that people maybe you are a tech guy? Your house yeah. is jacked with yeah. the craziest technology. I, I'm all over the board. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, 3D imaging tech, like rendering software, modeling right. software, right. like 3D graphics. I love that stuff, which kind of then throws you into GPU technology, which mm -hmm. is like I'm a huge fan of that. Um, you know, like I gotta have the latest and greatest with GPU, and that either you know helps out my. Um, 3D rendering stuff or the video gaming. Yeah, gaming. You know, great. Because like what I'd love to be able to look at Yasnia without. Going <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you think about all like all the graphics cards being sold out because of the Bitcoin? Uh, I I think that'll fizzle out as Bitcoin <laughs> slowly. It's not going down. <laughs> it's going we down. have friends who are like heavily invested. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm not. First of all, I'm not invested at all. I'm just. I love the the just circus watching. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. The mania. The mania is just. It's I, so weird. <laughs> I, I just my my only thing, the big big thing that why I never invest, and I'm pretty savvy investor. I have many investments, like mm -hmm. you know, with companies and uh, stocks and all this stuff. But the one thing I will not get behind cryptocurrencies is for one solid reason: there's no commodity. That doesn't. It's not. It's just yeah. Exactly. What I mean, if there was a commodity, no I would understand. But and then people try to explain it to you, yes. and then that conversation just gets so convoluted <laughs> yeah. with weird shit that it I'm makes just me like, skeptical that if there's anything there at all, because well, every there's time, not every time. Someone <laughs> explains it like, oh, no, I know that there's no value backing it up, but this is what. And I'm like, that's th it still doesn't make sense. You shouldn't be paid to move electrons around. It doesn't make sense. And it's <laughs> weird how, like, they're just like I, I heard a statistic that, like, the amount of energy used to farm bitcoins is, is now not worth a, it's equivalent mm. to like a whole country's power consumption mm -hmm. it's like two percent of the world's power consumption like we're just How is that going we're to like last? i don't know but they're what they're just like wiping energy off yeah. the and it, it definitely feels weird that that's even affected gpu sales markets you know what i mean so if you don't know like they're the GPU is the most important thing in mining the coins. Mm. And so people are buying so many. That they're that all sold out. They're, they're sold out. The, the prices, prices are, are hiking insane. up because the, the demand. It's yeah. economics 101. It's, it's, but it's not, it's not the hugest hit, you know, for GPUs and stuff like that. Right. You know, like there are billions of applications maybe. for GPUs other than bit mining. Of course. But maybe it's just NVIDIA. Maybe they invented Bitcoins just to sell more GPUs. <laughs> it's a giant conspiracy. I'm <laughs> pretty sure they have the military marketing. contracts <laughs> that destroy the fuck out of any you bitcoin think so? nvidia gpus i guess they need them well any anyone who makes a gpu yeah military doesn't have a fucking gpu department they mm. buy that shit oem from somewhere else or mm. and all that technology is outsourced i'm not saying i'm not throwing anyone under the no, bus right. it's like ge you know what i mean ge yeah. makes fucking you know guidance systems for nuclear warheads why wouldn't fucking nvidia supply with a certain yeah, contract right. with someone right. to fucking guide that thing because they have the best technology for it right you know, why would the government go and spend, you know, $40 trillion dollars on making their own yeah. branch of GPU? It mm. doesn't make any sense. Can somebody bring me in a glass of water? I've ashed in my water. I took a cue from Joel, and I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ashed in all of How my many, drinks. How uh, many? Are you a smoker? I smoke. I like being around people who smoke because it lets me smoke. But you know how many home, times I've smoke. done the Coke can thing? Oh, God. I, I was oh. so close. I was so close. Because you, yeah. <laughs> it happened to me once by mistake. It's brutal. Man. Never again. The yeah, worst. It's brutal. I've actually, that. that's happened to me on stream once. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I find it so interesting that you're a streamer, but not only just a streamer, you've been doing it from before Twitch. You were like one of the early adopters. The OG. I mean, but... uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But like, um, I think it was when, I think one of the first guys to, to kind of take on stream was Ustream. Oh, Ustream was one of the first ones? Mm-hmm. One of them, hmm. yeah. I remember I there was so. Justin TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ustream was before that. Okay. Justin was actually found from some people that Justin left Ustream. Justin became mm-hmm. Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Justin TV, yeah. Some of them. Right. I think so. What was it about tw- uh, about streaming early on when before it was popular that appealed um, to you? That, that was well, it wasn't it wasn't the concept of streaming. It was like, well, fuck streaming. I just mean like it would be really cool that you know because the nature of electronic music is all heavily produced, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, right? It's not recorded live off the floor by a bunch of talented musicians. It's mm. like just a just dude. whittling away, mm-hmm. doing multiple passes kind of thing. And and then it always just came out like, okay, here's DJ so and so with his new album, right? And thirty tracks. Mm. Where you know, I I always thought, well, wouldn't it be really cool if everyone knew? You know, not not like I have to expose anything, but I just mean it's really be, it'd be cooler to like open up the hood on it and show people the process of right. it to you know either inspire or encourage other people to do it because it's like oh maybe that doesn't look so hard or right. that's an interesting way of doing things kind of thing you know just lifting the hood on it. Um, so that was something I was always about because like. Not not because someone said, oh, you've got ghost producers making your albums. And I was like, ha ha, no, I don't. Here, I'm going to stream myself making music 24 hours. And now you know it's all me. Mm. No, it's kind of more, you know, just, you know, uh, lifting a veil on something that's just been heavily veiled for the longest time. Mm. And like you said, when Ustream came out and stuff like that, no electronic artist was, you know, showcasing or live streaming their production process, mm-hmm, right? Sure. I think I was... Probably among the first People outside of some hobbyists the opposite, and stuff. Right? More guarded about the... Well, absolutely, because it, it a lot of it is. M- mystifies. <laughs> Look at any that. album produced by, you know, your favorite artist's name is probably the eighth one down the list. Y- yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because... Uh, if you even are hiring ghost producers, if you're not crediting them, uh, unless you were on some crazy NDA, you know what I mean? Then... <laughs> You got to give them credit, you know what right. I mean? So you're going to see produced, executive producer, um, and then a list of names and all that stuff. And that's just something how I've also weighed artists uh, in terms of artistic merit. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, a lot of albums come out by, you know, let's just say more mainstream producers and stuff like that. And then you're just like, holy shit, this credit listing is longer than my dick, you right. know, and right. you're uh, a solo artist. <laughs> right. What? You know, this makes no sense, you know? like Interesting. I, I take a certain amount of, you know, pride and solace sure. that, you know, that at the end of the day, it's just produced, written, recorded, Joel Zimmerman. Yeah, and it's your project. It's authentically That's you. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean... Is there ever a reason for somebody to have 10 producers? No, there? it's just to make the work easier or yeah, right. pick up talents where you didn't have any or, right. you know, engineering standpoint, you know. Because, well, not to, not to say that that's terrible and, and they all suck if you have more than one producer. Dude, there are musicians who are great at writing music but are terrible engineers and producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are great engineers and producers who can't write a fucking sure. melody to save their lives. Right. You know what I mean? So those people have to come together at some point. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not evil that, you know, multiple people work on a project. It's just... Do you think that people sh- or artists who utilize... I know you say that you have to list them as credits, generally speaking, but are artists not forthcoming enough with how much they actually put into the album? I don't know. Like, I don't have enough free time to go in and fucking but start asking questions wrong friends and about yeah. this and who is he really doing all this himself kind of thing. It's like, I don't give a shit because, like, I've got mouse problems to worry about, not fucking BT problems, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Um, y- you know, it's not 
that big of a deal. Like, because again, it's the end product that's gonna, you know, push the thing forward, not so much as who is involved in all that stuff. Mm. But for me and my show and my universe, and this is how I see it, I don't, I don't see myself as part of some, you know, uh, group of, you know, people say colleagues or, you know, all your EDM counterparts and all that shit. Fuck all that, man. Like, like I like just this and controlling this and mm. being my own artist right. and doing yeah. my own things on my own time and through my own volition as opposed to working as a team and collab bro collabs like mm -hmm. why is collaborating so fucking huge with mainstream music i don't under fucking stand it you know like well, it gets they... you more get you more views yeah get you more views exposure. sales exposure yeah. right but it doesn't it doesn't attribute anything to it other than that you know it doesn't make the product better it doesn't make it sometimes it makes it's it the nature of the worse. Beast, right like... yeah that's what i mean i'm like well fuck man think about like all the really the, 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 the great music from back in the you know the 60s 70s rock bands and all that right. shit it's like edgar winter did not collaborate with Led Zeppelin <laughs> right. to do this. They, yeah. they all had their own vehicles. That's what it's about, you know? Like, it's like fucking buying a McLaren, you know, and then having to fucking ride share it with 30 assholes, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. And you get it back and there's a fucking <laughs> stain on the seat. And, right. Yeah, you know, like, fuck, it's just not enjoyable, you know? You're just a solo dude. Yeah. You like doing shit. Yeah, I like, and that, that applies to a lot of shit, you know, and not just my music. Like, I like living alone, you know? Everyone's like, oh, it must be so lonely in that epic land streaming room. And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> well, maybe for you that needs fucking 30 people sucking your dick every 20 fucking seconds or mm -hmm. giving you praise or fucking hanging out and being bros and all shit. I don't need that. You know what I mean? I, I, I adore it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you about some context on this. This shit. I, this, this is a, this is an ancient one. Oh, that was but funny. People who don't know, I love <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was what, still good. What is this photo? <laughs> that is a photo of me at the Grammys. Um, and, uh, that, uh, they wouldn't let me wear it. Uh, when I was performing, I really, they made you take it off. They made me take it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like semi illegal-ish, I guess. But that was actually Skrillex's phone number. Like so. that was legit his number. I had that made like, and I didn't tell a soul that oh, I was doing God. this. Like management, fucking dean out there. None of them. My lawyer would never have let me do it. Sure, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just did it, and then like literally yeah. sw hot swapped it last fucking second, and then went on the red carpet, and everyone started taking pictures. But that was uh, Sunny's. <laughs> I was just a joke. You, you know what I mean? Just been screening like. Oh yeah, yeah. I, my smile and the inside of the helmet was bigger than the one yeah. out there yeah. for sure. It was just it was hilarious. I thought it was funny because this poor kid like. Wins like a million Grammys that day in his phone. He can't fucking <laughs> use it. Everyone calling him. Great. He's probably wondering what the fuck is going on. And then, of course, he didn't find out till like way later that night that like I basically gave his number out to the <laughs> world. Asked on the ground. How did he react? Did you talk to him about it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, "You're an asshole. You fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, great. you know, like bro shit. You know, like fucking nutting some dude in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah." It was just one of those. That's just banter. It's, it's it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't an attack. It wasn't a whatever. It was just some fucking. It's funny. It's it was original. Was and, and I seen some other people start to do it after, and I was like, mm, <laughs> really? so lame. Come on, yeah. it's already been done. Yeah, I agree. In that case, yeah. What were we saying? It happened to us once when our phones were being put public, and so what did how they get it? Well, that wasn't a that wasn't thing. a friendly that was thing. Like, oh, somebody but, hacked our T-Mobile account and tweeted our number. Ugh. But I can only imagine what his phone was like because I was, I couldn't even unlock it or anything because it was just nonstop incoming calls and you just, I couldn't do anything. It was just like that. Yeah, that just was him. On like basically. the biggest night of your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. He, he got over it. I'm, I'm sure he's not going to sure. be emotionally scarred for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it'd be fine. 
People, um, people seem to think like I just literally hate everyone, but half these guys I see like every other month, you know, out mm. in LA or at some function or another. And it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, the cartoon with the coyote and Ralph, more than <laughs> Ralph, right. you know, shake hands and fucking hit the clock and then, and then get on the big screen and just start fucking eating each other up. So the beef is more playful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it all is like, right. I mean, I probably knocked Swedish house mafia last night and I mean, it's like. I know Steve Angelo as well as, well, not like we're bros and I don't call him every fucking day, but we share the same space sometimes, right, you know, and right. then we see each other. We don't like fucking walk shoulder by each other bump. and fucking shoulder bump up. It's yeah. just like, you know, hey, man, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, so recently some shit went down with this guy, DJ Carnage. Was that a friendly beat? Oh, well, no, that was that was some that was next level. I that didn't was, really understand what happened. It could have been. Right. I would have liked it to have been, but the guy got a what little. Um, well, uh, I I don't know. Uh, I can't, this is how stupid it must have been. I don't remember the, the the starting point of this exchange. Probably just as benign as me saying that the next guys like like I said, make fun of Swedish House Mafia for half a minute. See him at the next show. Oh, hey man, yeah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. good one. Got me, mm-hmm. got him, bro. You know, whatever, you know, and then have a beer and fucking shrug it off. It was probably something like that. But this guy's like just this drama queen, so he. Propels it, but not like the, uh, who am I thinking of? The actor, Man on the Moon, kind of propel it. Kaufman. Kaufman. You know what I mean? Like, he's not next level. He's, like, actually taking this shit seriously, and then it's just like, okay, like, I'm going to just stop fucking with this idiot, you know? Mm. And then, oh, I know exactly what it was. So (laughs) I was approached by Razor to do a piece on, you know, music and and their products and stuff like that for, uh, because, you know, like... I'm not going to be sponsored by Neve and be like, hey, everybody, this is me and my Neve console, uh, only $500,000 for this console, and right. you too can make yeah. your own electronic music. <laughs> well, I think the, the thing with Razer came about, and I was happy to do it, not because <laughs> of the fidelity quality, because of the accessibility. It's a very cheap product, sure. uh, affordable, if you yeah. want to just start to learn mm-hmm. kind of how music is, and if it's not for you, you didn't fucking blow five grand on a laptop and all that shit and right. you know so it was i thought oh that's, this is an interesting project yeah i'd love to get on board with that so um and then they said uh part of our kind of agreement on the side was for lack of details was well uh just provide me with a list of other artists who are like involved and then they're like oh this guy this guy this guy and i was like oh great and then and then they put carnage in there and then i was like ooh, i'm like i'm not sure that's a great idea because this guy's got a mouth and and i'm not i don't think he's quite technically you know with it to be able to explain and lo and behold they went and did it anyway and didn't tell me and then this video comes up of the razor ad right and uh it was like kind of along with ours and he said things like i don't know what this knob does but it just makes Mm. it louder like way very more louder it was memed (laughs) you know it was like and everyone was just like you know, first of all, you're pirating this software, you know, and he's been publicly, you know, called out by the software companies that ha- that really? he pirated. Yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, you know, oh, he tweets, uh, everyone pirates silent, like, not like anyone's going to make an issue about it. And then literally, Lenard Digital quoted his tweet and said, we would love to make an issue we out of this. this issue. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then yeah. basically that got shut down real quick, right? Yeah. And, and so because of that tweet exchange, I called, you know, one of the higher ups at uh, Razor and I said, you need to pull this guy off right now. So they they buried it. They deleted the video, took him right off the campaign, said, no, we're not having it. And then, and then I basically said, told you, you right, know, right, and then right. they're like, okay, okay. So obviously that gets back 
to Carnage. Yeah. And he's like, fuck that mouse. I'm, gonna I'm like, dude, you did it to yourself. You know, like it, you very way, way, way more did that to yourself. You right, right, right. So that, I think that's what really ignited the flame in him, you know, and then it's just like, um, and then what had happened most recently, like maybe like three, four months ago, I don't know, it was cold. It was somewhere in the winter. And, uh, he, uh, he was playing a, a same festival that I was playing and then another act in between us and then I was playing and then I remember reviewing the billing before we go to this festival and then I said to the kind of management and I said, guys, can we just keep this guy away from me? Because I, I just I just don't want yeah, any exchange at, at all. I don't even want to say hi. I don't right. just I just don't want anything to do with him. So like if we can space this out and they said, okay, yeah. we'll space it out. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put a 40 minute changeover in between mm -hmm. him and you. Because uh, they got to wheel a fucking uh, thirteen-ton cube up there, so there's got to be some time, you know, in between he, him finishing and me going on. So, and then I think it was just, you know, I'm headlining the show or whatever, and he was like, you know, not headlining, so he's like being carnage. Um, he, so he's doing his thing, and I'm in the dressing room, nor is near the fucking stage. It's literally a cart ride to it. And when he was done, he sat on the side of the stage and waited the whole time. Like, after he was done. Just waiting just for Just waiting for me to come on. Because he knows I got to go there, right? I got to go Kinda play my fucking show. they let him loiter there. Exactly. So there was, like, obviously some, like, words were exchanged with the pro and were like, guys, we told you a million fucking times, and that's why, you know. But anyway, yeah. what ended up happening was, is, of course, I'm going on stage and I'm thinking, maybe he's gone. But knowing him, he's probably just fucking sitting right there. So, mm -hmm. so me and security are literally beelining to the stage, and that's what I do. You know, like I, I respect other artists, even if I fucking hate them. That your time slot's your time slot. So you go in, you do your fucking thing, and you leave. That's the office. Don't that's go not along. Twitter. That's yeah. not your mm -hmm. harassment playground. Right. You just fucking do your shit and get out. That's your job. Right. And I take my job fucking seriously. Right. Oddly enough, <laughs> so. Um, I'm I'm walking to the stage and he's I just caught him in the corner of my eye and, and then started to do out of my way like to get way back in the stage and he just comes so like getting in my face he's like what's up y'all what's up y'all and then my security guy doing his fucking job did one of these like yeah. dude you are getting right in his face and, and then all of a sudden two other turned security guys come thing. it turned into a thing and I just I avoided it like I got it like he got a shove on me and I'm like all right okay you know. He shot called you. it. Yeah, yeah. What so I, I, I just went and sat at the bottom of my cube where I've got a big motherfucking dude. That's his job. Right. And you're why this guy needs a job. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. So I'll just sit here and I sat on the phone and I'm like, ah, this is gonna suck. Cause there's another guy with a camera, right? Like he he has a guy, uh, we don't do this, but like some musicians or whatever, DJs have a guy. That follows him around with a camera. Just document oh, everywhere. Like Social media. For yeah, promotional yeah. stuff. So this guy's yeah. got this camera running, right? The well, carnage all guy? This, yeah. Oh. So I'm thinking, well, this is not good for him because literally your camera guy is just filming you, coming up to me, fucking pushing me, and screaming at the top of your lungs, you're going to fucking kill me. And, right. And I'm like, what is this fucking guy's problem? You know what I'm like? So I was, I was upset. So, but I mean, I'm not going to go and fucking challenge a 400-pound fucking... Pillsbury fucking DJ boy, you know, like <laughs> over fucking 
some bullshit. You know, like I, I don't care. I'm there to do a job mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let that ruin my time up there that, you know, I have, with you know, my fans that came to see me or his fans that were left over that have to see me, you know, like whatever, right, you know? Right, so right, right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck. Okay. Out of mind. I'd say, and then, you know, my production manager comes and is like, you know, dude, you know, like that's like straight up assault and you know, you could, and I'm like, well, fine, do what you got to do, but just get them, just have them removed, you know, like, so I don't have to see him when I'm done. You know what I mean? Cause I just want to go up there, do my shit and get the fuck out and go to the next one, you know? Right. And, uh, and then that's what happened, you know, and then security said, you know, you know, your, your show ended an hour ago. You need to leave. That's part of the mm, deal, you right. know, so go. And he made a big fucking fit about it. And now it's like every opportunity he gets, it's like, I, and I ignore it, yeah. which is fine. You know, this is the smartest fucking thing I can do. So yeah, you don't have to immediately, he immediately yeah. goes to Twitter, blah, 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 and tells the whole story. I'm like, dude, grow up. Yeah. And that's it. And I don't talk about it. I don't care about it. I'm not going to feed them. I, I obviously am now, but let this be just the curious. end of it. Just, you, you just, you know, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So it's just, there are people like that in everyone's lives, you know, someone's yeah. just out to get you to get yeah. under your it's skin. Part of, and it's part of like the game, that. right? That they but, play about like, yeah, you know, just leave it, ignore it. And hopefully it doesn't escalate. You know, maybe he gets his fucking problem sorted out on his end or whatever, but that's not my problem. I don't yeah. have to worry about it. Does it get to you when you have to perform after an annoying thing happens? Uh, it, a little bit, but I, I don't want, I'm, this is not like braggadocious, <laughs> but like I've been performing and doing yeah. my yeah. thing. Yeah. I could literally play like, you know, 10 minutes after my friend kills himself, you know, and I did. <laughs> mm. So like, it, it was weird, you know, like, like I can, I can perform under any circumstance. Just switch it, mm. switch it just on. Just turn it on, turn it off yeah. and then throw the blinders up, do your fucking thing and then off the stage deal with your shit. You mm. know? That's dark. That was a... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I literally, oh, I speak my mind, and literally <laughs> that popped up. I was thinking, whoa, what That's was the crazy. worst crazy scenario I had to play? No, my my oh. friend Stephen Kretschke, rest in peace, man. Damn. Oh. Well, <laughs> shit. And Shredder with the red. Shredder is great. Man. Oh, he's out. I, I find myself very. Uh, it's is he out? Yeah, he is done. I see. You're you're an animal guy. You've got pets. Yeah, I love animals. (laughs) This is this is yeah. They're both. (laughs) They're they're emotional and and tasty. And they taste too. So if they stop, uh, you know, emotionally fulfilling you, then you eat them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When they when they stop becoming fun, (laughs) the baby goats. Oh, look at them. They're like little springs, and now they're like, now you just sit there and eat hay. They're not fun anymore. <laughs> no, I lo- no, our pets are our pets, and uh, our food is our food. Sometimes both. I eat my chicken's eggs. That's fair. Oh. That's, that's fair. That's yeah, good no, trade. No, that's fair. <laughs> right? They do it anyway. The eggs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chick- yeah. They just shit out eggs. Yep, literally. You know, they, I, that's have, what they do. I have eggs and toast every morning uh, from our three chickens. Is wow. it, is it diff- <laughs> I know that people have their own chickens. Does it taste different? Is it somehow different, or is it the same shit? The eggs. Oh no, they, these are monster eggs. Really? Yeah, they, they're assholes. Like, well, how, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Comes <laughs> an asshole, but I, I'm not a biologist. They're, they're egg vents or whatever they are. Yeah. No, they're they're like crazy. They're really good. Like maybe two eggs will fucking do it for me. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. No, they're huge and they're big brown ones. I was like, well, I, I, I'm not. 
I don't know how maybe we got lucky and we got super we got chickens or we, we like super we, we pamper them they're like Kelly's like babies <laughs> you know like she called they grew up in our house right like mm. so you imagine this house and you know all the pictures of the inside we literally had chickens fucking running around in the house and shit and it was hilarious until they started like shitting everywhere I'm like okay yeah get them out out to the barn let's go um you run as as everything you do, you're very much on your own in terms of running your own social media, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. You have all, all kinds of exposure to like fans' opinions about you. How how do you feel being exposed like to all these chatter and all these people talking, especially in their opinion, where most people as popular as you don't have? They don't. Oh, they've got a wall. Yeah, they've got yeah, a wall. Or a rep got or a something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Does I it like ever it. get to? Do you, do you ever feel it? It does. Yeah. But that's the price you paid for being, you know, like fucking super crazy vocal on things or whatever. You know what I mean? It's right. like I've touched everything from fucking politics to fucking to stock to, to fucking personal opinions and all that shit. Yeah, it's just that's that's me being antisocial, being social, you know, putting in uh, there, there's my social activity for the day. Uh, I'm going to go back to playing PUBG by mm -hmm. myself for mm. hours on end. Um, I, I think I, I'm, I'm an antisocial person, you know, like I don't enjoy being around crowds of people or for even my closest friends know that, you know, I can only see them like for hangs, maybe half an hour a week mm. at some restaurant or something. And then that's it. You know, um, so I've developed a really good shell <laughs> in terms of being to, to, to be able to deal with stupidity, idiots, uh, you know, and and um, all that kind of backlash that you get when you fucking try to be social. And if my attempts of being social might come off as you know fucking snarky or mm. facetious or uh, attacking, you know, but that's just me being me you know and i've and i've just been doing it so long that i think that people who have been following me or know of me or whatever just say oh that's just they know it's yeah. just it you know you like, had quit social media a while ago you had erased facebook and twitter right for like a minute for like like a minute i don't minute. i, I what, do we, do you know what it was over I, I can't it remember was something about you. You were tired of all the bullshit of <laughs> annoying people. I think maybe, yeah, you know, maybe some weird thing. It was a I while mean, ago. It was yeah, several years ago. It was ago. probably a swing. You know, everyone has these fucked up swings. You know, like of you know, that's just part of being you know manic depressive, I guess. Which I, I guess, self diagnosing myself, I I could be yeah. a little more that direction. Mm. You know, but I I don't care. like this is Groundhog Day. You know, like. Have an up and a down and up and a down, which is kind of, yes. I think, relieving for a lot of my core fans because they're, oh, wow, yeah, shit days too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a very big misconception about, you know, what wealthy people are like or, you know, successful people are like um, inside. You think and people think you're happy all the time? I think it's evident. That I'm not <laughs> all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, nobody but, is, but yeah, yeah, I guess there there is something. It's it's in a that. really it's a really interesting thing because, like I said, um, uh, when I was before I was dead mouse or anything like that, you know, I would think that you know, um, you know, even just coming across say Tommy Lee's radar for the first time before I was fucking anybody, you know, mm -hmm. I'm getting an email. Wow, this guy must be like fucking living life, being like crazy happy and all right, that shit. Right, right, right. And as you get, I got to know him over the fucking years. I'm like. Wow, this guy has some fucking dark days, sure. and this guy's yeah, he, you know, has his fun too. But like, you know, having an estate and having money is it's, it's totally has nothing to do well, with any just, of it. You mm -hmm. find a new plateau there, and then it becomes normal. It's not like 
you're getting rich every day where it's like that excitement of like yeah. you plateau yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, you have yeah. to live your life. So you think of it like the, well now, like on my level, I have to think now like, well, who's happier, me or Jeff Bezos? Right. You know, mm-hmm. that guy's probably just as maybe miserable as the next guy Surely. too, you know, like well, when so. he's that, when someone like, yeah, but. He, but I'll say it comes with so much like, you know. It's weighty. Shit. Yeah. It's weighty. It's, yeah. It's not just like, ooh, money, endless money. Let's just go spend it all and have no Let's worries. Go. It, Let's like, go out to that eat. That will never happen yeah. to anyone in the world. <laughs> I yeah. just, you know. Jeff Bezos got to be miserable. I'll tell you why. Well, he's, he's hurting a little bit as of late. Why? Because Amazon's stocks now? Yeah. Because well, what did Trump say? He wanted to, what like, happened? he wanted to investigate it, uh, like, adding fuck. tax law. I think he's just butthurt because he owns the Washington Post. No, he's just butthurt. I think Trump is just like a, a perpetually a little butter. just just this fucking <laughs> yeah. jealous little dude, you know. Like, and 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 I get that too. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, "Oh, you're just jealous," but I I at least know the difference between angry and jealous. You know what sure. I mean? So yeah, like, yeah I, I'd say envious well, sometimes pretty... of some things, but I don't I don't think I'm the type that gets jealous because I know what jealousy looks like, and it's like the sure. the guy who has a presidency mm-hmm. who's mad someone's making more money than him. Yeah. And I'm going to do something to bring you down a peg. Listen, I don't, I'm, he's obsessed with Jeff, he's obsessed with Amazon because Jeff, and this is what I think, owns the Washington Post. He's obsessed with somebody every other fucking week and it's just one target. It's one of his enemies because the Washington Post is always like doing exposés on Trump. Well, Jeff Bezos is like, that dude wants to control the whole fucking world and you got to be real... And he almost died. That motivated in a way. <laughs> well, that's that's Peter Thiel. That's who's that's, that? That's some next level weirdness. Peter oh, yeah. Thiel? I don't know who that is. Oh fuck! Look him up. He's a fucking real piece of work. That guy. I shouldn't even What's say he that. He's gonna. Well, he he's fucking puts out. Photograph. He's gonna slap me a photograph. That's what he's gonna <laughs> fucking do. No, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like Bizarro Elon Musk. Oh. Oh, Dan said Elon's co-founder of PayPal. Yeah. Oh. He's oh, okay. he's Bizarro Elon Musk. <laughs> so he wants to build a utopian he's... society <laughs> oh, with it, like, no. and he's got these big broad. Dude, just, just, I don't know. Just oh, look no. into it. It's, it's really weird. He's half of the. He apparently, I don't know this fact or not, but he's like he started to fund the Hulk Hogan thing going full circle here he funded that suit uh to get back at gawker because really? gawker said some fucked up shit about him i love this just billion yeah 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 <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> dude that's one of my one of my biggest fears in life is being in the target of a billionaire who will sue me forever I, we went through a lawsuit it's the worst thing ever and it lasts um, like for so long the hydrogen atom or, or like tried to sue you no it was a copy. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> Helium came at you, bro, and you had to change it to <laughs> no, a No, somebody sued us for copyright infringement. <laughs> for a reaction video. So, yeah. Oh. It was, oh. He won, by the way. <laughs> we invented reactions. No. He, <laughs> not that. It no, wasn't we, that he reacted kind. to his video, and he sued oh, us yeah. for copyright oh, infringement. Oh, we yeah. won, by the way, but it ended up yeah, costing yeah. like $200,000. And it took like a like a year of this, like super fun. stress. You want me to feel sorry for you, but but I can't. what I'm saying, I know you're in lawsuits. <laughs> I know, but like, the, but okay, Disney wasn't cheap. I'm not that rich. I'm not that rich, right? Am I. So if if somebody, if fucking Jeff Bezos, Bezos is like, hey, I want to ruin this guy's life, he, he can just sue me for any dumb shit forever. Oh, and I yeah, have yeah. to defend myself. Well, yeah, yeah, but which yeah, is, but, but why? I don't understand. What is the universe <laughs> trying to tell everyone to just be nice to everyone? Well, it's just my fear, that's all. Because that's how we evolved? 
lawsuits. Do we would that, all have so. diseases and deformities and fucking weird shit if that's the way the universe worked? But it doesn't, so there will be lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking the, of lawsuits, so yeah, you were in you a do. real classic, classic. It was. It, it, lawsuit. It's actually Disney classic. People study the shit. Now. Classic <laughs> as it gets. How did that one pan out? Um, with Disney over the I, years. I, you know what? I, I fuck. I got to be real careful. Uh, you in can't how really I say, say this, say, but yeah. I can't say how it, like what the. Mm-hmm. The settlement terms were, right. but it was settled. Mm-hmm. You guys, it was amicable. Although that's what yes. they say about everything. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, but that's what we're only allowed to. You know, yeah. if I said something, then boom, we'd be back yeah. in the <laughs> shit right where it's we funny. were. With lawsuits, they're like. But we're one of we're one of three people in the history of Buena Vista to ever walk out unscathed. Dude, Disney lawyers are terrifying. Yeah, they're <laughs> insane. There, there are parts of Disney that uh, actually the... sue other parts of Disney <laughs> and win. <laughs> What's ooh, nobody wins at that? <laughs> but it's I love Disney. They've got this big happy smiley face with fireworks in a castle, and underneath is just lawyers. Lawyers, fucking evil. There are ass more lawyers, lawyers at Disney than animators. Yeah, that is a well-known fact. Wow, I love that. <laughs> okay, but I love this phrase. It, we we separated amicably is what they mm-hmm. always say. What it, and the, it could mean like yeah, I had to sacrifice. I had to throw my firstborn in, into a volcano. <laughs> it ended amicably. Yeah. 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 It's we're good. We're all good. But even more interesting, many eggs for, were broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, giant brown <laughs> organic eggs. Yeah, but the omelet is tasty. Um, <laughs> even more interesting to me personally than that one is the lawsuit over meowingtons.com. Oh, also amicably concluded. Amicably. Oh, is it concluded? Amicably, amicably. Okay. And very, very amicably. And lots of uh, everyone's feeling great about that one. <laughs> yeah, I see. Lots of laughter. Lols. Okay. Lols were had. And so that concludes that conversation about lawsuits. Are you? I mean, are if, you still? Involved? If you ever want to gauge a company's like uh, intent and and resources to do it, just find out what they're worth, <laughs> and and then uh, don't step to it. And then just own hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. What were you saying? Are you, do you have any lawsuits ongoing right now <laughs> that you're involved in? Probably. Probably. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. No, I like honestly, like I, I, I want to avoid them as much as the next guy. I like, yeah. you know, as funny as they are, and, they, and some of them are just entertaining. And the fact that you know, if I was richer, I'd maybe find them funny. I'm sure well, it's still a headache, yeah. no matter what. Well, I mean, okay, no, no, no. Just think of it <laughs> as a part of business. You know what I mean? Sure. I, and it's yeah. not a part of every business, but it is a part of many businesses yes, where yes, they yes. where conflict arises and they're resolved yeah. in a certain yeah. way. And you have to be very conscious of how these things work and. How to, you know, mitigate things and, and get through that process so that right. when shit really fucking hits the fan, you're better prepared for that. You know, you yeah, know yeah. what you can and cannot fucking do. I mean, it's not like we have to go around fucking employing people for, you know, 30 cents a fucking hour not to know minimum wage laws. Right. But, like, you know, scale that up to, you know, technical rights and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, intellectual property rights right, right. and uh, music law and all that stuff. Like, fuck. My lawyer tells me all the fucking time. She's like, dude, you, you literally write the bar. Like right now, and you would be fine. You know, you don't have to because you're fucking doing all these other things. But you know, you want to be a music lawyer. You're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, and that's good. You have and to. That's be. good. You, you have to know what you, you're doing. You, you do. Um, yeah. Not to say that you know that. Oh, the best advice I'd ever give a musician is be a lawyer. That's sad. You know yeah, what I mean? No, but, but after <laughs> being in it for as long as you have, you under, it becomes you a machine. Yeah. You mm-hmm. understand all the working components and, and, and things that come to impede that machine and how to fix it. <laughs> it's just like being an auto mechanic. They don't. Auto mechanics aren't great auto mechanics because they just never had to fix a fucking car. Mm-hmm. You right. got to know what breaks them and, yeah. and how to fix them better, you yeah. know, and so that they don't get broken again. Right. 
Everybody, I hope they, nobody go through a lawsuit, <laughs> God damn it. No, no, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, and I, and I don't proactively seek them out unless there is, you know, something to be had. Like, one, one, and, and there are, I've actually been in more lawsuits that weren't even fucking lawsuits that everyone seems to think there was. One being mm, really? uh, the Suicide Boys, some rap band from Atlanta, literally verbatim took a song of mine and rapped on it, mm. and then put it out. Like, mm didn't sell a million copies or whatever, and then they put it out. Now, all we did was send a C&D, which right. is common, saying, Don't use my while phone. we appreciate your effort, yeah. Yeah. I would prefer you not to monetize my yeah. work mm -hmm. and take it off, right? And the internet freaked out. And I'm, I'm wondering now, okay, who is more stupid? Someone who takes someone else's work and raps on it and then just doesn't give me credit for it, publishes right. it, or the people that think that that's normal. That's fine. That's fine. Everyone's like, you know, why did you do, why did you sue them? Well, yeah. You well, could, we didn't sue yeah, them. It's did. not worth And you right. could the have paper. fucked their whole life up if you wanted to. No, no. Well, yeah. You could Yeah, have. yeah, yeah. Sure, if I was <laughs> you so bored. I mean, yeah, I'd have right, to be incredibly right. bored. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just like literally a one-page letter that says, Ring. Please mm -hmm. stop. Please stop. Yeah. And then that's it. And it's if they ignore that and they go, no, fuck you. And then they sell it on iTunes. Then it's like, okay, shit just got real. Yeah. You know, and then, then it gets crazy. But it never gets to that point. Mm -hmm. Cruella recently put a picture of me up with a bunch of fucking satanic imagery. And yeah, they got a hard on for me too. I don't know. But, um, and, and then because it's my photograph of not a photograph of me, but one that I actually own the image rights to. Right. Mm. We said... This Take that down. Yeah. That's my image. You can't just do that. Your bottom-feeding lawyer should know basic copyright yeah. law. And then they were forced to take it down. And then all of a sudden it's, Dead Mouse sues Corella. He's the bad, yeah. He, well, I didn't sue them. I just told them to do <laughs> something. Enforced. They didn't have to. Yeah. I mean, it would have been ugly as fuck <laughs> afterwards, but they didn't have to. Yeah. It's just we suggest things and point out obvious bullshit, but we don't go looking for shit. Yeah. I don't go taking down videos of people uploading my music on the YouTube channel, which is kind of like an AIDS fest right now of everybody just yeah. doing that. But hey, you know, that's how the culture is. I accept, you know, like I'm not, ugh. right? you know, that's just, it's just, I don't know, it's so weird. So let me, let me wrap it up here. We have a ceremony about how we end these usually. Does it start with a C and end with an A? C and N with an A. No. Can we get another Corona? <laughs> Can we get another Corona in here? <laughs> Ian! Ian. I was like, C and A. <laughs> I was what like, shit, that? what am I missing? <laughs> so, come on, Ian. This has been like this five seconds. Too long. Ian, when they bring Way me my rider long. on stage, when I was talking to you in the Twitch thing, they right. just bring the whole six pack. and they, Oh. You know, they, you don't bring them piecemeal. Come on, bring the six Take a back, note. for Christ's sake. Take no, a no, note. This is, it. This, is, this is my cutoff. This is number three after seven. It's like I was joking. Uh, we were going to have a bowl with, of M&Ms without the brown ones here for you. That's not a me joke. That's it's, a, just a, it's a needy artist joke. That's, no, that's actually a very specific artist. Who is that? I don't oh. remember. It was like, I don't remember who. It's it an old rock band. It's yeah. Um, yeah. Van Halen or something. I don't know. <laughs> what do I know? So, there... You still trying to think of that? What? What? Who? Yeah, who is the band? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> it's some old band. So we and they're irrelevant. <laughs> Led Zeppelin, apparently. Led Zeppelin. Is that something right? How do you get it? You got Google, right? I have. I've got. Uh, 
I got people. People help me backstage. <laughs> oh. They're zipping me. Van I want Halen. cute. I said Van Halen. Wait, I got two different like, answers. Fuck, why doesn't he have one of those? Dan said Led Zeppelin. Ian said Van Halen. And one of the two. Led Halen. Let's Led go. Halen. Those guys, man. I love that. Band. Oh, it is. You were right. Thank you. I do know stuff. Holy <laughs> shit. I know shit. Y'all looking at me like I'm dumb? I know shit. Boulder Dash camp. So. What's the thing? Yeah. So, first of all, if you don't have a story, it's fine. But we like to ask our guests at the end of our shows if they have any ghost stories or paranormal experiences, UFO encounters, or any funky uh, kind of unexplainable thing. And just for reference, I don't, I'm not a believer. I don't have any stories. So don't feel bad if you don't. And I thought that we would appropriately name this Ghosts and Stuff Story. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Ah. <laughs> uh, well. I don't know. It's not really a ghost story, but it was still pretty creepy. Spooky? That spooky works. Spooky stories are it was great. Spooky. Yeah, I like spooky. <laughs> it was, but it's kind of dumb, and no one's gonna believe me. But it actually happened. Um, yeah, that's all the stories. Are yeah, like that's that. okay, I'll, I'll get through story. it, and then if I can actually think of something paranormal, because I don't believe in any of that shit. Yeah, me neither. And that's, that's fine. why it was a joke. Because actually, ghost and stuff derives from like uh, a, I wanted to make a, a vacuum cleaner that detected ghosts mm. that played a MIDI file. It was <laughs> just some stupid <laughs> joke. But um, anyway, um, me and my agent Joel Zimmerman, who it's shares the same yeah. name. We were talking about the dead mouse thing and all this shit. And then, like, this is, like, before ghosts and stuff. So it was, like, when I was just Joel Zerman and and, and I was talking to Joel. We were going, like, over artist kind of marketing stuff. And we were walking down the street, like, middle of the fucking night, like, downtown Toronto. And uh, and he's he was asking me about dead mouse. And I was trying to tell him the fucking story and all that shit. And I swear to God, right. This actually happened. And, and right. Nobody believes me. But right fucking as soon as we were, like, in the middle of the conversation, a fucking cat walked by with a mouse in its mouth and dropped it off. Oh. Like, <laughs> right in front of us. Huh. And just disappeared into, that like, a gutter no thing. Way. We were like, <laughs> no, I'm dead. And I know everyone's like, oh, that's just bullshit. But I swear to God, you can ask Troll. He will swear to it <laughs> happened. And, and is it suspicious that the only other dude who can vouch for the story is but yeah, That's good. I love that. That's that qualifies. One. Do you want to get real dark? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the fucked up thing. This is This is, like, some weird fate shit. I was, I think it was about seven years ago, um, I was on my way out of Ibiza to go to somewhere else in Europe, mm-hmm. and me and my tour manager, Paul McCray, where uh, f- basically the way you go to Ibiza, you don't go from like, well, you could now from Heathrow there, but you had to hop from Madrid. So um, we would fly to Madrid, go to Ibiza, party, mm-hmm. show, Madrid, uh Heathrow, then wherever else. So uh, we had a show. I I can't remember where it was, um, like, after the Ibiza one. So we had to really, like, rush to get our connection in Madrid and then um, fly out elsewhere. And uh, we get to the airport. We're, like, about 15 minutes before the next plane is. Now, if you've ever been to the airport in Madrid, it's like like O'Hare. It's, like, crazy Mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. And our flight that got in was way at the front, and the flight that we were going right. to get on was way at the end and you 
no escalators, no trains. We had to fucking literally run to make mm-hmm. that fucking flight. And it was like kind of a big deal of a show that there's just mm-hmm. no way we could fucking miss this. So let's fucking just book it. Fuck it. I swear to God, I've never run so fast in my life because like literally a lot of money was on the lines. I was like, oh, got to get that money. got to get mm-hmm. that cheese. And then we get to the fucking thing. They're like doing the closed door thing. And we're like, fuck, serious. They were like, like, I mean, if you were like a minute, you know, we could let you on. But we've literally mm. pulled the fucking thing off the flight and it was like span air. So they had pulled the gate off the fucking thing and we're like, oh, shit. Okay, well, let's start calling around, see if we can find some like private options, all this shit. And so we're just kind of fucking laying around in there waiting for like some kind of option to help. Flight goes up. Fucking not even fucking like about 300 feet off the runway, plane crashes. Mm. Everyone on board dies. What, what the fuck? It was that Span Air flight. What? That went what? We had just fucking missed that flight. I don't, and and there were there was what? about maybe about 800 to a thousand people like all like in the airport. Nobody made a fucking sound. It was the creepiest fucking shit. What? And everyone was like. You could see, you could hear it. It was right outside the airport. Uh, well, no, it was like half a mile like out, so you couldn't see it. No, we saw the smoke oh. and the explosion and all that shit. Because it, it went up. I, I don't know the details. Oh God, I'm sure I it's cannot. well documented. But it went up, and it fucking landed flat, and fucking apparently no one fucking what survived that. But we fuck? had just barely missed that fucking flight. And then the next flight we got on, like, to get us out, like, it was the... Freakiest fucking thing. I mean, I'm a numbers dude, so like, I thought it was fine. Like, just eerie. Two planes yeah. going down. I don't know, you know, but like, everyone on that flight going out, everyone was like praying <laughs> and fucking. It was so surreal, man. But we were like Bro, about 16 is, minutes away. How do you? How do you? That is the most insane story. Hey, that's just the universe, man. You know, like, I, I don't. I, I'm like not ever, never gonna fly again. You know, like that's just. It's just fucking weird that we just barely just narrowly missed. Yeah. Crazy, eh? That is that is truly truly incredible, and uh, you know not like you know what I mean. Christ, you know, in some alternate universe, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, but like, how do you like in a way just? Uh, did you feel like some kind of divine intervention? No, no. Just some like, kind of I fate. Don't, like, I how do you explain that? It's just pure chance. I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just fuck, dude. Look at the universe. How fucking random shit. Is. I don't mean the universe like the universe in the universal sense. I mean like space and shit. Yeah. And fucking some quasar going off like fucking two hundred light years away is just gonna wipe us out. You know what I mean or whatever. You know, like it's just so chaotic and way well past our understanding that I don't want to go ahead and reserve this little narrow-minded spot to a great controller, you know, that just knows what everything's doing and and it's all supposed to be this way. I'm like... That's a mind fuck, though. Like, yeah. Just like, wow. Yeah. yeah. How was the show? I'll, I'll, went, I'll end it, it on a light... I'll, I'll end it on a light one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll end More, it on a good great. one. Done. See, you were like, oh, I don't have anything. This is okay. Yeah, yeah, me, me and some other shitty DJ yeah. that I hate and makes generic EDM, Dylan Francis. He's a, was he's that a, real or was that a good friend of mine? <laughs> no, he's, he's a nice guy. I, uh, I love Dylan. <laughs> he's bad. As a person. Right. I hate his fucking music. <laughs> garbage. Hot garbage. But I love him. He's such How a he funny... A he should stop fucking DJing and be a goddamn, like, comedian or TV show host or something. That's what they... Kid needs to do, but let him do what he wants. <laughs> anyway, me and him were in Vegas, and um, I had uh, set a budget. 
because I was flying out that day to go back to Canada. So in Canada, the law is, is you can't, you have to declare anything over $10,000, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go play some fucking blackjack and I'm going to make exactly $10,000 and I'm going to buy a coffee and that'll be under and I'm going to take that in and I don't have to declare it. Cause mm-hmm. I used to do that a lot. I used to gamble at fucking win. I'd come home with 500 fucking grand and I'd have to declare it and they sit there and they count it and it's mm-hmm. like a process. They tax it? Nope. Oh, they no, just can't want to count it? Yeah. Just for the record. Yep. Okay. Because mm. it's a paper trail, right? Right. Mm. That's all. That's what a... Sorry. Just give me a minute here. Sidetrack. Um, <laughs> a guy who did some big Cisco buyout of his shares or something like that smuggled in $2 million in cash or something into Canada. Didn't declare it. Had it in two gym bags. Mm-hmm. Brought the gym bags off. One of my good friends is like head of fucking... Um, uh, immigration or whatever in Toronto, Pearson. And they took the, the suitcases on and went, found, you know, $2 million in cash there. And they literally fined him huge, huge, wow. huge, huge fucking mm. fines, maybe possible jail time, all that shit. All he had to do was declare it. Right. That's it. And he, they would have just said, all right, sir. We're fine. You know, we just want to know, you know, yeah. like, and, and he got fucked. So he tells me, he goes, doesn't matter. How much you bring? Just fucking declare right. it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, I was a big gambler and all that shit. And then um, I was doing the whole big shot thing with Dylan and we go to blackjack and five minutes, I win like 10 grand. I'm like, fucking awesome, right? Mm. And no, I, actually I won like 11 grand or something stupid, right? And I was like, fuck, I got a, an extra thousand, right? And Dylan's like, well, let's go play fucking roulette. I'm like, all right, fine. So <laughs> I, I just put thousand dollars on number five fuck it right and then uh if it hits it then holy shit but if it doesn't then fucking whatever it's gone i don't have to worry about it i didn't want it anyway okay so they spin the wheel put the fucking ball in and then dylan's looking at my fucking shit and then he grabs my chips and puts it on the fucking like the weirdest like the green thing the one that's like one in 32 right i was like what Mm -hmm. the fuck are you doing and then the 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 guy at the the, the ball boy. The dealer, the ball yeah. guy is like, oh, bro, you know, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, that's his chips. You know, if he wants to move it, he'll move it kind of thing. And then Dylan's like, oh, sorry, you know, because he's kind of a noob. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. It's cool. Just just don't do that. And then he's like, well, put it on fucking green. I'm like, oh, dude, just stop touching my fucking chip. And by the time we stop fucking arguing about it, the fucking thing lands on green. <laughs> I swear to God, the one payout would have paid me out like about 400 fucking grand on the thousand dollars I had fucking down. And it landed on the one where Dylan and moved it to. Oh, man. I was like, you, I, I wanted to beat the shit out of him so bad. And he was like, see? Like, Damn. That would have been, that would have been sweet to declare that. Yeah. But now all I have left to declare is that his music's garbage and I hate him. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much, man, for coming in, sitting with us. Yeah, thanks yeah, for the beers. Thank you. Of course, dude. Thanks for sharing your stories and everything. And I really appreciate it. Looking forward to the new album. It's really exciting. Um, hope you have a great time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for having me. I didn't know what to expect. I feel better now that we didn't have to talk about yeah, dude. really gnarly shit. We should catch a PUBG game sometime. We should. That'd be we great. We should. Let's fucking as do that. As soon as they fix it, I'm all Yeah, as soon as they fix it. We were talking about it. As soon as the game that. works, I'm all for it. We were just talking about how we wish we wish PUBG was Fortnite servers. Take out no, the I forts. Don't think it's a take out take out the forts. You've got a great game. FPP, Fortnite, <laughs> yeah. no buildings. Yeah. 1v1 me. Love it. 1v1 me, Fortnite, no buildings. <laughs> That's where the real battlegrounds go down. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Um what's up next week, Dan? You then wrote you. My goddamn thing is closed. For Christ's sake. It's closed. Oh, we got Bobby Lee next Friday. Oh, Bobby Lee, right. Get get 
Oh, come on. What's come on. on here. It's falling apart at the end. Bobby Lee, the comedian? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's great. Oh, cool. He apparently... Tell him I said hi. <laughs> are you guys friends? Or? No, I, I, I met him once very briefly. Uh, but oh, I, I catch his show more often than he probably thinks at the comedy store. Oh, cool. Uh, he's a funny guy. I'll let him know. So, I... My computer is gonna blow up right now. Okay. And there's also a Tuesday episode. Every time I click this... All right. Tuesday, we've got DJ Doug Pound, who is one of my favorite comedic editors. He works with Tim and Eric. He's a great and funny guy. Friday, we've got <laughs> Bobby Lee. Don't miss that shit. All right, guys, have a great weekend. God bless you. Appreciate you. Wish you all the best. And thank you once again yeah. uh, to <laughs> Dead Mouse, George Zimmerman. And the new George. album is coming out. What the fuck is George, George Zimmerman? <laughs> Why did I say George? You said George Zimmerman because that's a guy in Florida who killed a dude. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you idiots. You George, idiots. Not George. Definitely not George. Dude, everything was going great. Everything was fine. And now you're George Zimmerman. I'm out. You killed an unarmed black Ruined. man. Guys. We were already finished. You, you were supposed to cut it, Dan. You were supposed to have cut it already. Cut it, just cut it. <laughs>